Oh, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, hello and welcome back. To- <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the first episode of the Fake Podcast, rated zero stars because this is the first episode. Um, so I am I am your co-host, Varo Rubio. Yeah, and my I'm co-host. The, I'm the other co-host, Luca Ukunyani. And uh, yeah, we're in like a band together. We like make music. That's the name of it. Um, we were supposed to have uh, Aiden, but he went to play CSGO. Yeah, so, yeah, but it's okay. We've been relieved from having to hear his soundboard and stuff like that. So That is yeah. very true. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, as you can tell, the content that we created beforehand in preparation for this podcast was absolutely streaming out. Like our creative process was just so fruitful. (laughs) I mean, we came in here so prepared. I have like hundreds of pages of script. I just can't find where I'm even supposed to start. Everything I'm saying is scripted. I have a paper right next to my monitor. It's just fucking everything. Uh, I mean, the script. Yeah. No, go on. Oh, you go on. Go on. This is part of the oh, script. I'm, I'm this is all part of the script. Go on. It's all part of the. <laughs> uh, oh damn it! Yo, um, where the okay, f- what do you do on a podcast anyway? You check the weather. Like, what's the weather right now? What? What? What are you talking, bro? Okay, I don't know. Kinda, dude. Has not watched a lot of podcasts. Okay. We don't know Jack. Oh, this is cool. I get to see like the radar of like the rain clouds. Where are we? Right, we're in Montreal. Oh yeah. Oh shit. I definitely was definitely supposed to reveal our location when all the angry hordes of yes, you know. definitely all our fans are just gonna run to the city. Um oh I mean on that subject of weather, I love how yesterday and it's probably still saying it, they they, they kept mentioning, oh, there's gonna be thunderstorms, there's gonna be thunderstorms, and only now has it even now it's like kind of it, there's no more rain. Like it was pouring rain a couple minutes ago. Oh, it's just like yeah, so the rain here lasts like a solid two seconds and then it goes away. I like when it personally, I like the rain. It's like my favorite weather. But then like it just trolls me. It's like, yo, oh never mind. Yeah. Okay, Alvaro just died. Um, I don't know if he noticed, so I should probably this is all part of the script. Oh, he's back. Hi Alvaro. How's your Bro, vacation? The thing just disconnected. <laughs> what? thing just disconnected okay um yeah i was gonna say when it does come it comes it comes hard like uh, Uh, aiden's gotta take that out of context and put it on his soundboard (laughs) (laughs) yo he definitely will though Uh, when it does come it comes hard Okay, we're off to a terrific start. Yeah, on this, this is how our ba- this is how our band practices go too. You know, we come. That's here, pretty we're like, much. Oh, you know, write a song, and then at the end of the thing, we're like, "When it does come, it comes off." <laughs> oh, he came so close to the camera to say that too. Yo, this kid Aiden actually is like pissing me. Off. He, he, we have like business right now. I'm trying to call him, um, but we have business right now, and he's over there playing CS:GO like a little bitch. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty awkward. Yeah. Imagine anyway, let's talk about you know music since this is a and we're a band. Let's you know what, what music what, what music have you been listening to? Well, actually, lately I've been listening to the Eagles a lot. Um, they're like a you know California band from the seventies, and uh, might have heard of them. You know, they wrote that song called like Hotel California. You know, anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't actually like Hotel California. I like the early stuff, their country inspired stuff. They started as a four piece band. They ended as like an eight piece band with like everyone hating each other, which is, you know, that's how it why start. Why be in a band if you hate everyone? But I mean, sure. I mean, that legit, that's the only song I've heard from um, from, from the Eagles. I know I sound like a normie, but it's because like I remember, like, I think it was like two years. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I remember, like, I think it was like two years ago. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, their their greatest hits album, the, like the the Throne Thriller, was like the most like best selling album and stuff. And, like my my, how old was I? I was like thirteen. My thirteen year old self was just no. Michael Jackson has to have the number one album. Just never wanted. Well, to the, the fact is, is that the Eagles are one of the well, their record brand Warner Chapel is like 
really anal about like collecting royal my doorbell really just went off okay warner chapel is like really anal about collecting like all the royalties and stuff so like they actually record all the purchases and things like that whereas other people are more lax like they don't count like youtube views and stuff like like they don't really care but the uh. eagles also for the longest time were only available on like uh itunes and stuff like that so like you had to pay to listen to it so therefore oh yeah that's true hotel california yeah. is not the best selling album of all time like led zeppelin 4 would dethrone it like a million times it's just they stopped counting at some point after like the million no no, no. I, I didn't say i didn't say hotel california i, I just said their greatest hits album yeah the best selling whatever, album. The which one was I mean, that like, that was like the eagles I have no clue. I mean, to be, does that really even count though? I mean, it's a compilation album. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, wait, let me check right I mean, now. What are I the have, best selling? Albums? I have, I think right now the, the, the number one rock album is like a freaking, uh, what is it? It's like an ASAP Rocky album or something like that, which is ridiculous. That's rock album. ASAP Rocky is like not rock, but you know, what do I know? Makes, how does what since, Rocky doesn't have a rock album. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know if it's right. Rocky or maybe it's another rapper, but it's a rapper. Uh, or just I saw someone posting about it. You know, uh, of all time, you're talking about or like currently? Currently. Oh no, I meant like all time, like sales wise. No, and we could also check that. Let me look at Billboard. Right, Billboard right now, ASAP Rocky hasn't even released an album in like two years. Uh, sell it, the number one album of oh, it's the little baby. Okay. Uh, then Lady Gaga, then the baby. Baby has the number one most selling album of all time currently. Of all time, no. I mean, like of the week. This week, he oh, has the this, best. Oh, okay, got it. Of all time, yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm like, no. uh, hold on. <laughs> so, how, I mean, I haven't heard about, I haven't heard of Lady Gaga since like 2012. Yeah, a while now. Like, honestly, uh, the baby. No. That thing with Bradley Cooper, that movie, which apparently was good. I, I didn't have the stomach to watch it. Um. I, I, Oh yeah, uh, it was all right. I guess my mom wouldn't stop singing that song. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the thing uh, about Lady Gaga, she's actually talented. But like, I don't know. Sometimes I just wonder, like, like I feel like in the current way pop music is like done. Like, it, there's just no real way to like, I don't know. To like, there's a cap of how much talent you can put out there without like it being like you know the way they record records now they'll do like so much stuff like auto-tune and things they won't even tell the artist like they'll quantize drums they'll do all yeah. this stuff that necess not necessarily the artist doesn't necessarily want and then that's just kind of like weird i don't know also defeats the purpose of having a band but then again i'm starting to think i'm st i'm starting to think that this can be good for like because like let's, let's be honest you're you're more knowledgeable in like older music you know what i mean like you're not exactly I mean, you're not exactly like super um well knowledged in in at least modern music from what i've heard i mean for all i know i can be wrong but no no i'm not i, I know absolutely nothing about modern music i mean no because i can I, I think that those can bring good conversations because like, i obviously know about older music and stuff like that but like since i've sort of listened to a lot more modern music i sort of you know understand um, mm -hmm. but yeah on the on the topic of lady gaga i think yeah like let's be honest she's always seemed to me as like one of those like you know pop singers that like was really how, how do i say like industry made like like everything about oh, her well, was super commercial i don't know how to explain it well she fit she perfectly fit the industry she had a perfect amount of kind of like i don't i'm not gonna say like how do you say like she had a bit of like an edginess but not really like just like you know by the pop music standards like a little yeah. and then she has you know a general appeal plus she's like more physically attractive so like you get everything you need for a pop like in my opinion the archetypal pop singer would be ariana grande like she pumps out albums they're all crap in my opinion all crap <laughs> I, th I think she has some good i think she used to have some good singers, maybe but like now i'm i don't know I don't Look, she's not a good singer i just don't like the songs personally also she doesn't uh, no, even no, write no. this you know how many people worked on seven rings like it was like 11 writers or something like that seven rings writing uh credit Fuck me, that's the man. thing that's what i'm trying to that's what i'm trying to get at right now because see now something that because of the internet that's changing is like a lot of music now a lot of more like the, the the more successful music is becoming um indie music like independent and not indie as in like the genre
You're okay there, Luke? Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. No, but I was um, gonna say, like now, like in modern music, I, I at least I think it's it's really becoming more like in, independent like musicians and stuff like that are becoming a lot more popular in my personal opinion like yeah some of them end up with record labels but like you don't really see like before uh, there's not like a lot of artists that are like successful because they were like you know industry plants or they got bread like maybe the the most popular example i can think of is billy eilish but like other than that like so many famous like like up and coming like musicians now are all they're all independent and just because they have like cult followings and stuff yeah. like that. they get record labels but th that's what i'm saying like someone like lady gaga i never really got into her like, I i've gotten into like you know some female singers and stuff like that but one thing i didn't really like about her is just how industry bred she just seemed like she just seemed so by the books yeah. and i can never really i can't really relate to those kind of musicians you know what well, i mean first off for me if you take no risks in your music i don't really see why i would listen to you you know like like i'm not here to just listen to something i could have come up with in five seconds here look seven rings by the way i just googled the writing credits hey that's on uh, by the way said about by american oh yeah it's awful ariana grande for her fifth studio album thank you next which by the way like what an asshole album that whole album was we'll get to that later the song is written by grande victoria monet taylor parks Jomza Vitia and Cadence alongside its producers Tommy Brown, Charles Anderson, and Michael Foster. So that's three producers and what? One, two, three, four, five writers. Like, hello? For that crap song? And half of it was it was fucking, uh, uh, you know, uh, it was that song from Sound of Music there, uh, my favorite. Oh, yeah. It's not yeah. like we even write the song. I mean, come on. It was an interpolation, yeah. Something or other, right? I mean, come on. How hard is it to, to, to come up with lyrics like that? Like, you have the melody, and then you just name rich things that fit the syllable count. Like, I think the, the only reason I, I sort of, I don't, I'm really iffy on that sort of, you know, is because yeah there are right like co-writers and stuff like that but like you don't really know how much they wrote for it you know what i mean like look, i'm gonna use him as an example like kanye west you no know, he he's see him more as like a visionary than a rapper you know what i mean that's why he brings in like so many different other artists and stuff like that to sort of so like you you look at his like credits list and there's a lot of people but i don't see it as like lack of talent i see it more as just this is my idea and i'm gonna so there are ways that you can use multiple writers like in a good way i, I think seven rings didn't really because i think no exactly that's what it I was mean. a half ass here when you hear on the album that like it really sounds like an effort of seven people then let there be seven or eight people who worked on the album but you listen to seven rings i mean come on a toddler could have written that song if you told them that the here, i'll give you the melody yeah. and then what the actual verse it's catchy but like it's so formulaic you know what is it like uh you know it's it's um well i watched the rick beato video <laughs> on that yeah. i mean that that was like oh god did you see that with the ch the chicada a hi-hat thing oh yeah yeah you know, yeah. Hilarious. yeah yeah i mean i don't know it's 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 a mix Wait, I can't talk right now. I'm leaving to go up north. This fucking what? guy. Again. What do you mean? Just I, he he says, yeah, sure, let's do it. Oh, sorry, I have to go up north. I have to leave the country. I have to leave the city. Sorry, <laughs> I need to leave. I have didn't to go. See that one coming. Oops, guys. Jeez. <laughs> this is retarded. Oh, um, but yeah, we're, uh, we were talking about. Um, oh yeah, I don't know. It it really depends what um, what what you're sort of trying to do, and that's why I'm saying that like industry may like traditional media i i it's my personal belief that it's really going to shit in my personal opinion i think the internet just independent like creators are definitely are like overtaking them yeah i mean they need a they need in my opinion i know you're an internet-based guy so it really for you it's working out but i do think that the the i don't know how to say the uh modern uh independent creators could use a platform that actually kind of like that kind of uh that that fits them because i find the internet uh, that, i don't know how to say like it, it kind of um it brings more out of the artist than they necessarily want to be sharing like True. in my personal opinion if i wrote and you know recorded and uh, all that an album and released it i wouldn't necessarily want to take 
away from the you know the splendor of it by sharing like my entire mixing process or showing off all the gear that i use or you know a lot of the um a lot of the what makes the old albums and stuff so uh kind of so iconic and and memorable is that it leaves so much up to the imagination like you know in the 70s you had people thinking that jimmy page sold his soul to the devil to be able to play guitar yeah, yeah. It on, on the thing and he never ever in any later interviews ever explained why he just sounded so good that one night so it leaves yeah. everything up to the imagination was he always that good was he only that good because he took some weird drug or was it because he was sober i don't know well how long was he sober nobody knows you know it leaves a lot yeah. to the imagination you know if you listen to the first eagles album you know maybe they recorded it in their basement or maybe they recorded it in a glamorous studio but to me when i listen to it i think of some guy sitting in a pickup truck in the desert you know but that's obviously not yeah. what it was but since they don't say it wasn't i just that's the vibe that you get so i think that giving a, a lot of the things that artists will put out on the internet takes away from the um expanse of the imagination and how and they don't and some don't realize how much you know people's regular old imaginations actually propel their project forward in my opinion <laughs> no you're absolutely right but i don't think that's the fault of the artist as much as it is the the landscape we're in right now now because yeah. everything because it isn't like before where you had to and physically you know buy the record uh, you know buy the single buy the uh, whatever right and then play it at home and if you like some songs on it you know nowadays everything is so easy to get like because of you know streaming subscriptions and and stuff yeah. like that where now everything is about quantity over quality and i mean it, it's 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 a bit of a double-edged sword in my opinion I, I don't really know how to put it it definitely does um sacrifice a lot of the the quality but that that's really just it, only times that you don't have to do it is if you're a, an artist who's already has like a a, yeah. a you know respected like like a cult fan base you know what i mean um but when you start off you definitely need to uh you know put out a lot of material and it, it sucks because there's a lot of artists that like if, if they didn't they could be releasing just your perfect stuff all the time but because they have to keep after supply and demand is it's just yeah i don't know well that's why i say that that the internet is 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 good for getting your name there but it would be better if there was a way for artists to come together and make the internet a better um and a, a more accommodating place for them because a lot of artists also also will suffer from burnout or feel uh or or just you know because they feel like they're they're putting out too much or too fast and it all depends on how you see it like personally since i'm not really since i mean i've never released anything that's the way i'm gonna put it alvaro has like has like an out he's got all kinds of stuff out he's got singles <laughs> albums collaborations all kinds of stuff so he's been he's got the hustle you know i have not album yet. I'm, I'm still waiting to like have a just sorry to cut you off but mm -hmm. i'm waiting to have like more of like people listening to release an album because i think that's such a in my opinion at least an album has to be like at least for me a bold statement and i just don't want to like yes of course facet yet i want to wait until i have like a lot of people listening anyway you were saying sorry well well all i'm saying is that so i'm not necessarily the best to put it in my position i can only say what i see from the outside you know um yeah. but but sometimes sometimes it, it, it's it's it, in music as in everything else it's always a perfect middle ground that will get you what you need and it might not be the middle ground between the things that you necessarily think they are but if you work too hard, you're going to burn out. If you don't work enough, you're going to lose your following. Take that band Greta Van Fleet, for instance. Remember the Zeppelin uh, cop? Uh, uh, those cast? were. I mean, they were their okay. dad rockers. They released their they released their first album, and everyone was like, "Oh, that's amazing!" You know, I said I I listened to their first album and said, "Well, first off, they're copying Led Zeppelin and ACDC, <laughs> so let's yeah. see if they can put out something with a bit more depth." It's been like two years; they haven't released anything. Well, I'll call them dead. What the calling me <laughs> one second i have to one sec right so they released they released an out an ep or something like that and then they never released anything else it's been it's been like two years well if you can't follow that up with something better if you can't follow that up with something better 
you're not going to go anywhere. It's really that simple. Um, yeah. and what is that? It's my iMessage on my computer. Okay, okay. The setup will be a bit better next time. I realize yeah, that right. my, my room is also very echoey, you know. Yeah, I don't I don't know about mine. I think mine's no, yours is okay really... actually. It's because I'm using this condenser mic, and uh, well, I mean, yours is a condenser uh, mic as well, but I've got phantom yeah. power, so it's like ripping up all the uh, all the echo. Yeah, yeah. All that. <laughs> hey, but yeah, you were saying sorry. Yeah, well, just that, just that. Again, it's quality over quantity. So, like, if you do not enough, like Greta Van Fleet, you're gonna fall off the map. If you do too much, you're gonna burn out or break up or whatever is the consequence. It's finding that sweet spot where you can create the genuinity that you need. And I find there's a lack of genuinity in the music industry right now, because as soon as somebody gets big, they seem to lose track of where they came from, or they don't have that. It's not it's a lot of people like that. And, uh, and a lot of people seem to think, oh, yeah, like, oh, I create genuinity by singing about like, traumatic life experience or something. And like, you can, but after a <laughs> you know after so many songs about just like sadness and oh yeah i was inspired because i don't know man like like you know sad this or i was going through a tough time or whatever it'd be nice to hear something centered on positivity like the eagles wrote stuff about like not caring <laughs> and it was yeah. fun to listen to it's like you know right. what you're saying basically is that like or, you, you think that you think there needs to be more variety a little bit more variety, a little bit more freedom for the artists to do what they like, and a little bit of uh, of um, big picture thinking to make sure that people don't end up in positions they don't want to be in, like for instance, burning out or not having enough creative material to come out with something later on. I think you're true. I think you're right that some people do burn out, and like when they get you know bigger, they sort of lose touch. Um, but God, I don't know how to put this. You're right. In the sense that, <clears throat> in the mainstream at least, there's a there. It's a it's really uh repetitive. However, I just think the problem is people don't look that deep because, like for instance, like rock music and stuff like that, or just like indie or whatever. There's a website called Bandcamp, and there's a lot of people that do stuff similar to like car seat headrest. You know, so he's a he's a he's an indie guy. Like th th there's a yeah, I know what Bandcamp is. I don't personally use it, but I I know what it is, and I sh I should get on because I actually have friends who have released stuff on Bandcamp. It's very cool. It's a good it's a good place, but it's good for like that sort of community of yeah. um of, of th those type of writers. I mean, and like one thing that I like now is even if you aren't like main like in the mainstream, you can still have legitimate success in the music uh, industry because there are so many niches. Of, of and like so many like music genres and stuff like that so like if you, you you can stay big in like the i don't know the alternative r&b community like i know a bunch of like what's his name anders like i know a bunch of people that do like the same similar like the weekend style music and they're really big but like not as big as you know where they're in the mainstream um but i think that's a good thing i just wish you know I don't know. Stuff like Billboard are getting a bit like they're they're starting oh, to yeah. die out, in my opinion. I don't they think are, they're not. They the 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 whole. Uh, did you see them release the list of uh, the list of the top ten best rock songs of the century? Uh, no, oh, so bad of the uh, of oh, the decade. decade. Hold on, let's, let's just look at this again. I, this was embarrassing, dude. Like, oh my god. Here, put like Imagine it Dragons as like uh, top one. Hot rock songs. Billboard's top. God, come on. Uh, did they take it down? No, no, no. Oh, no, they didn't. Look it up as well. Hot rock songs. Rock songs. Decade billboard. Um, okay. So, number one. Believer. Imagine Dragons. Nice. Everybody hates Imagine Dragons, except for Danny. He likes them, but I don't like them. Like, one, like, um, that's it. First Thunder, three are Imagine Dragons. Dragons. Radioactive. Imagine Dragons. Come on. Radioactive is a pop song. Yeah, like out of here. High hopes. Panic at the disco. Panic at the disco. How is that even rock? It's okay. like very, very indie alternative pop. But even that, even that music. Like, look, I, I used to be a huge Panic at the Disco fan. Like now, I think their last album, the one that High Hopes is on, it was like definitely their worst. I, I don't know why I'm saying worst. It's literally one guy now. Um, but like if yeah. if if you were talking like 
I know that these are technically the best selling or like the, the most successful of the year, but like it just sucks because legit every other album from this decade that they released had rock. Like, like this is gospel. Okay, well, it, it's like a pop rock, but regardless, like I think the problem is that most of these people aren't you know, it's, it's not pure rock because pure rock is it isn't exactly mainstream anymore. The fact you know? is, is that pure rock is not really a thing anymore because everybody is all the rock. Well, a here's two reasons. One, rock musicians now, people who consider themselves rock musicians, have this for some reason predetermined mindset that rock is in the past and that we have to bring it back. First off, what is rock? You know. The Rolling Stones were a blues band that got a little bit experimental. They did rock. The, you know, Pink Floyd was just a psychedelic band that was a little bit less edgy. Um, what else? Eagles was a country band that incorporated heavier drum sounds and gospel style, style harmonies. So Led Zeppelin was a progressive rock band that used their previous blues influence to create a sound nobody had ever heard before. They just put the label rock on it because bands like Kiss, bands like the Rolling think, Stones, they, they came in and they they coined that phrase, you know, I want to rock and roll all night. And it was the name. It was the name. It was on album annoyance because it originated from, it was inspired by stuff like, uh, you, know, um, um, you know, Rock Around the Clock by Bill Haley. That's real rock and roll. Real rock and roll is stuff like Bill Haley, um, you know, um, uh, what's his name? Chuck Berry, you know, gonna those guys. That's the, hold on, I'll get my guitar. <laughs> I think, you know, I think when people say they need to bring rock back, I think they just mean like that, the, the sort of 70s, 80s, you know, just emphasis on electric guitar. You know what I mean? I think that's what they mean. Well, I think the problem with that, <laughs> it's the sound of, you know, this is real rock, real rock originated with, you know. And when you think about it, rock basically came from rhythm and blues. Rock is basically rhythm and blues, just like. So you take that song, that's a Chuck Berry song. It's literally a blues. It goes like, you know. You know, so they, that's just blues, just with a little bit more edge. So nobody knows what rock and roll is to begin with. And that's the first problem. And then yeah. they seem to be intending on bringing it back. Like, okay, so what? You're going to write a song that goes like. Like, okay. That sounds like rock, but it's not imaginative at all. And yet, you've got Greta Van Fleet that burst on the scene. You know, what, what was their song? The I didn't really listen to them. Well, Zeppelin song, anyway. You know, uh, um, I think they were mostly there to feed the demand of. Because yeah. let's be honest, nostalgia is a very powerful tool. Like a lot of people, yeah. I remember a couple, like especially especially now, like a lot of people are are trying to, uh, you know back that 80s sound like 80s pop and stuff like that like like the weekend his last his his newest album which holy shit it was really good uh it, it was really it was like incorporating 80s music but i think the difference between the weekend and and someone like greta van fleet is the weekend took we how to put this he has like his his own his 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 style like his moody r&b which basically became this like one of the main sounds of last decade he basically he took that and he took his 80s influences because he he was a very big prince and michael jackson fan and he took that and he made it like a, a a unique thing you know what i mean whereas greta van fleet they're really just using repetitive riffs and just music that that's pretty much already been made they're basically forging <laughs> like yeah uh, they're like they're like here's what they're doing they're like well led zeppelin has a song that goes like <laughs> Okay, well, we want to write a song that sounds exactly like that, but we don't want to plagiarize it, so we'll go. It 
it's a different riff, right? We don't get, we're not going to get sued now, are we? Okay, that's good. <laughs> it's like, let's release that. Uh, it's so half-assed. Yeah, you're going to get famous, but it's going to die so fast. Like, what do you, what's your next album going to sound like? You know, uh, uh, oh, look, it's not the same as Black and Black because we didn't play today, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah i think i think it's okay to hop on a trend because that the, the the nostalgia thing really is a trend i think it's okay if you start off doing that if if you know you 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 progress with that sound like for instance um radiohead when they burst onto the scene um they were basically a grunge band you know what i yeah, mean I've, and, heard their, I've heard the early stuff which that is not a good representation of their music like legit everything after 2000 they they're they're a completely different band um but you know because they, they got popular i think it was like when nirvana was really taking off and and the the whole like dynamic of you know quiet verses and like roaring uh yeah uh, choruses like that's basically what made creek popular creep i don't know why i said creek um but yeah but the difference between them is every album after that they got a lot better like they, they tried different sounds and then they basically became an experimental band like they just incorporated electronic music uh free jazz stuff like that so so that's a good example you know what i mean like you can start yeah. off making a trend then grow from that if you if you stay the same you're not gonna like you're not going anywhere basically that's what's gonna yeah. happen the thing is is that in the end people should just be playing what they want to hear. You'd listen to a band like Red Van Fleet and you think they just want to be famous. Even if that's not necessarily the case, but that that's what you hear. It, they're not playing that you know cuz it's not creative. If you're not if you're not going to, you know, the way I've always seen it is, you know, if I don't have anything to to offer, then I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to, I, I'm in music because I like listening to music. Originally, that's why I started playing in the first place, because I like to listen to it, you know? So there's, there's nothing there for me if I try to record my own stuff or write my own stuff, if I'm not going to enjoy it. Whereas these guys, it sounds like, oh, well, we know it sounds good. So let's just do a play on it, which is fine, but you got to do something else. And like I said, no, with no album coming up on the horizon, I really don't see these guys going anywhere. And I'm not trying to be mean, but like, uh, that's true it, it's true what, what was i gonna say like there's a lot of you know rappers that like they basically admit to making music explicitly for the money and while on one hand i can't exactly be like well that's wrong you can't make music just for the money it needs to be about uh you know creative you know love for music it's like okay but don't expect me to you know respect you and your craft you know and especially if it isn't really like if you evolve and and your music actually has like a a unique sound to it even if let's be honest the rap like the, the the my personal defense of rappers that don't really you know emphasize lyrics and stuff like that i i really do think it's just an aesthetic like it, it, it's it's how similar to like punk back in the day when when it was really more about action and less about you know like the the content of the music it was really just a like yeah. straight emotion i think to yeah. at least th that's what a lot of rappers now are doing which is okay but i just at least have sort of passion when you do it you know what i mean don't just i just when, when somebody says oh yeah I, I did this for the money i did whatever it's like i don't why why should i listen to you if anything i, I feel worse listening to you so yeah. i don't know well no exactly and and that's these are some like loopholes in modern music that i mean they, they existed back then too but not really like it used to be such a struggle to get known you know, you couldn't just go on, burst onto the scene and then be like, oh, yeah, I was doing this all for the money. Like it was you were basically throwing your life away and then praying to God that some record company came and listened to you. So yeah. you, you needed you needed the industry. Yeah. And, you know, yes, what you said about punk, it's true. And if you if you listen to, you know, but let's say I was I was a band like Greta Van Fleet. and oh, I want to get popular doing punk stuff. Well, geez, like if I took their approach to I just go like. And then just scream some random shit about dismantling the government in the, into the microphone, and there you go, it got a punk album, you know. And then when I said punk, punk the, sorry, sorry, when I said when I said punk, I really just meant the ethos. I didn't mean like the the sound of the music. I just meant like the the, the no, way they made it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't know. If you, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Oh, but and and that's punk, true. punk was all about. Well, of course, the downfall of punk was it ended up becoming kind of corporate, which was the opposite of what they wanted. Yeah, they used to speak out. Yeah. 
corporation. Okay. It's all kind of dumb because they used to roast artists for being corporate, but then the artists that they roasted weren't really corporate. Like, beats me. Uh, you know, because in, in yeah. the end, yeah. It's, I, th- I think that's at least that's why I'm happy that there's so many different niches that you can get famous in. You know, you, you, you can cater to anybody. You just need to know how to get into those oh yes i i agree um i don't know and i mean like music industry is what it is if you want to listen to you know the stuff that you want to listen to you listen to it it's that simple like the the i don't wake up in the morning and feel bad that i'm going to listen to you know pink floyd or whatever because it was released 40 years ago i'm just like well it's the best for me so that's what i listen to that's simple yeah you know yeah. i know that sucks wait sorry you were saying no no go on go on go on oh, i'm just saying the only thing that sucks about mainstream music is that at least at least just as a as a fan of music it just sucks that there's so much good music you know, of, of every single genre like i think it was a couple years ago even like in jazz, which I mean, you know, even in jazz, there was like the who was it? Kamazi Washington made a really good jazz album. Oh, you know, like there's just so many, there's so many different types of music that they should get like a spotlight. And because because of how you know the the corporate world works, it doesn't get pushed. So in my opinion, it should be like is a little more but that's more just me being you know a fan of music that's great because I, because then there's like sorry sorry because then there's people in like comment sections of like you know instagram like music pages or just like who, who who think just because they've heard somebody and and there's a lot of people that live in bubbles and that's why I, that's really what i don't like about anything like you know uh old music fans new music fans just anyone in general like just can't look at comments anymore because they're all really just pretentious people who've never heard the other side of the argument you know like i'll hear i'll, I'll go on a beatles song and like minding my own business because I, I i just listened to the white album a couple like a week ago or two it's mm-hmm. really good oh um, yeah um but then i'll look at like I'll, I'll be watching a music video and just out of curiosity i'll look at the comments they're all just like 50 year old people just saying Music Mac back in my day it was better than this Justin Bieber crap. First of all, why are you using Justin Bieber as an example for bad music? Now we don't even like him anymore. Like he's gone. <laughs> like or, or or even Lil Pump. Lil Pump, nobody listens to Lil Pump anymore. It's just I just wish people had more of an open mind. But then again, music is just entertainment. We shouldn't yes, be forcing well, on top of that. Music is not an argument. Like I hate when I see people in 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 the comment section go like Oh, I'm 15 and I love this kind of stuff. It's like, good for you. So yeah, a lot. Exactly. Like, if you look at if you look at, at you know Stairway to Heaven live in like 1973, so you know, not everybody listens to live stuff. Let's just take a look real quick. If I look at this, you know, to see how active this 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 page. Well, first off, it's got 53 million views. I mean, that's a lot of views. Like so I know lot, it's yeah. not as much as like you know a modern music video gets, but this is not a modern music video. It's not backed by a record company at all. This is re- released by some random website that happened to have this tape. It's people came to listen to this. It's got 53 million views. That's a lot of views, you know. And then if you look in here, you've got a comment from one month ago with two and a half thousand likes. Uh, you know, one month ago, two and a half thousand likes again, you know, so you're getting comments that are getting liked, which means that two and a half thousand people watch this within a month. So it's still working. It's still alive. People uh, are still watching this. Stuff. So there's no uh, point in coming in and say, oh, this is dead. It's not dead. Nope. People are still listening to it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, it's dead in mainstream, song. but yeah, what you were saying, I mean, come on, like I, I, I'm never gonna there's never gonna be a point in my life where I forget what Led Zeppelin is and then come back to it. Like, no, I know what it is now. I'm always going to leave listening to this stuff. So yeah. this number is gonna keep going up as long as I'm alive, you know, and it's not gonna be going as much as it would have been in the 70s. But come on, you can't wish for this stuff to live longer than like 15 days. I mean, I hear people sometimes say, Oh, I wish Led Zeppelin would have stayed together. Oh, I wish John Bonham wouldn't have died, they would have stayed together in the 80s. No, they put out a great 10-year run of records and that's all you need there's no need they 
you know, the more time you give them, the more time there's a chance that they screw something up, you know? Uh-huh. So it ended it happily. It ended well with a great with a great run of albums. And it goes for anyone for that matter. Same thing with Pink Floyd. They ended on a high note. They ended with The Wall. It was an amazing album. It wasn't. No. Uh, well, oh, so you mean, the, you mean the quartet? You mean the quartet? You mean the quartet? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, part of me sometimes wishes they ended at The Wall. Because, look, I, I love Pink Floyd. They're like they're my first or second favorite band. But I just, I can't listen to their last, at least three albums. Final Cut, um, well, Momentary have- Lapse of Reason. Okay, Division Bell. Division Bell is an exception. I think they they ended pretty well there. Even though I feel I know you're not a big, I know you're not necessarily a big fan, but Division Bell is, in my opinion, a really great album. It's also because I grew up listening to it. But like High Hopes, wearing the inside. High Hopes is good. High Hopes is good. They're they're Um, they're they're interesting songs. They're really well done too, and they sound good. And I, but I do find myself wishing Roger Waters was on them to give his influence because. Roger Waters brought an attitude to the band that nobody else could have brought. You know, say whatever you want about him, but like, you know, think of the album Animals. Like, you know, right. like, right. what would Pink Animals Floyd have been Pink without, Floyd. You know, Roger uh, Waters. Pink... Yeah, go on. Sorry, go on. I, I keep cutting you off. Sorry, I, I was just going to no, say it's Pink Floyd isn't Pink Floyd. Cut out, so I was like, is he talking? <laughs> Sorry, it's because Pink Floyd to me isn't Pink Floyd without you know, the four guys. Like, yes, you could also mention Sid Barrett, but Sid Barrett, I think, is, like, another sort of... Like, I think that was, like, a another sort of part of their life. I mean, like, real... Not... I just think those four are really what made them special, especially in the 70s. Yeah, you were saying sorry? Well, no, I was just going to say that, like, yeah, Roger Waters is kind of indispensable. Like, you can't... Like, the thing about Roger Waters, he gave Pink Floyd this attitude of, like of like intelligence because he thought he was like the smartest guy ever, (laughs) you know, like he had this huge ego and he, whatever he wrote, he was so sure about it. You know, he like animals. It's so, it's so angry. And if you pulled, if you didn't have the self-confidence that he has, that even when you don't, not necessarily write, you're like, I'm right. You know? And he pushed the band somewhere where nobody and yeah he got bad press and yeah he's not necessarily a great person you know see like, but see but, yeah but see even with roger waters he can still fall apart because the final cut i mean i mean if i read the lyrics and i looked at the concept it might be an interesting story like i, I obviously watched the listen to the album sorry i don't know why the fuck i can't but yeah, like I've listened to the album and the, the themes are cool and the concepts are interesting, but the music sucks. The music yeah, is, well, is boring. Nobody was, nobody was on board at that time. Eh? That's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. That, no, that's he, why you they all knew they needed each other. They just didn't have the and you know, David Gilmore's got his ego too, not about himself, but he knows how much he brought to the band and he, he you know, he they're they're just it that's what happens. When you have a band full of great musicians, there's always a divide like um it happened in Led Zeppelin it happened in the Eagles the Eagles hated each other which is weird because the the music is so intimate like they're all they're in three-part harmony almost all the time like you know you're relying on each other for that you know yeah. but they hated each other they hated each other yeah. <laughs> but I, I was just gonna say sorry wait sorry you you get continue your thing and then I'll get to my part so no, no go on I have nothing else to say I was just gonna say that like just running back to the what we were talking about earlier just like i think you all right you you get to your thing i'm, I'm having a brain fart right now <laughs> no well all, all i was gonna say is that um some it's as long as they're they're down as long as they're good to collaborate with each other even if that's like when they put aside their differences and just know what the best thing they can offer like for instance uh take the solo on pigs three different ones like david gilmore didn't agree with animals he thought it was too angry he thought it was just a load of crap and that roger waters was had a huge you know ego and he like he had hardly any creative input on the songwriting process but if you listen to the solo for three different ones you know roger waters wanted an angry solo and david gilmore delivered an angry solo and it sounds incredible so even if they didn't agree angry for another reason though (laughs) it was angry because of you know the tension in the band at least that's what i read uh, well, yeah, that too. But it, generally, the album was going off at politicians and stuff like that. But uh, no, yeah, yeah. But 
but regardless, like it's an angry song and he delivered an angry solo. And then Roger Waters basically went on to say, oh, you know, Gilmore con contributed nothing to this album, you know. Well, oh, shit. that's full of crap, but they they fueled each other in that way. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be listening to 17 minutes of, of Dogs, which is my, my, one of my favorite Pink Floyd songs, if it weren't for yes, the, the guitar solos. It has some of his best, it has, th that album has some of his best guitar playing. Yeah, it's, my it's in my opinion, his best work ever. And Gilmore, when he's when he's when he's you know when he's alone, he's a bit too he's a bit too uh, soft, you know. He's he had his wife he, like for Division Bell and Momentary Lapse, which is my least favorite album of theirs. I think it's 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 everything. It, it has like the signature Pink Floyd style, but they they made it so plastic. Uh, like it has some good songs, but yeah. it's, it, no, we'll I like learning to fly, I guess, but it doesn't really. It's not very meaningful. So I just it's not that it has to be meaningful. It's just boring like compared to they're, they're always yeah. like trying new things and that's why I, I have a bit of gripes with division bells because yeah it has some good songs like marooned is a great song uh like you said before high hopes but i just feel like they relied too much on their like metal and their just their, their older stuff and they didn't really push boundaries and that's why i like them so much every album it seemed like they were trying something Not new like more pushing boundaries but they were it, what I liked about Division Bell was they sounded like they were, it was kind of like a like a, it was really a last album and you could tell that they knew it and they put together something good. But it, take for instance Gilmore's solo record now uh, the um, uh, what's it called On an Island. Okay, now personally, my favorite part of the Pink Floyd sound is Gilmore's guitar, and it's not just because I'm a guitarist. It literally before I played guitar, it was always my favorite part. And I love that album. Um, on an Island has two great songs. Well, A, On an Island, it has Smile, which is a really nice ballad. It has uh, The Blue, which is like a really slow and soft kind of like, you know, uh, pensive song. And it's got another one. I forget what it is now. Oh, uh, the, like, uh, hold on. A also, Peep the Pink Floyd. <laughs> a little thing in the back. What's that? It's the, the, the Pink Floyd. It's like a poster that I got from... Oh yeah, customization um, on an island. Come on, um, this heaven. That's also a pretty good song. So it's got some good songs on it. But if I were a Pink Floyd fan, I wouldn't necessarily want to listen to that because it's not. It doesn't have that attitude. It's got a very subdued attitude. It's like I'm tired. I'm old. You know. But it's yeah. it's 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 relaxing, which I really like personally because i like his sound but if i were if i were you know a, 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 for instance if the wall was my favorite floyd album like i know it's yours um uh, i wouldn't like I, an island. I really don't know what's my favorite album from theirs anymore i i've been listening the most to piper really just got <laughs> into uh, sid but yeah because it it's really a, a struggle between that the wall and because I don't know why I just really like Sid Barrett, that especially like in that album he just well I mean it's his most really the only album he's in. Also, yeah, it's well, a good album. Yeah, yeah, go on. No, I just say that I like it. it, it it's a precursor to what they would do, but it it just sounds completely different from everything else. It just sounds. At least it does for me. Yeah, no. Well, I I do. I've listened to their early stuff. I I, I like Adam Hart Mother. I like that album. I don't. I I mean, there's a couple of songs. I think it's like what is it? It's Interstellar Overdrive or something like that. <laughs> and then there's you know I like those. Um. I but I don't. I won't listen to that over something like you know. Uh, dark side of the moon or something like another thing um, that makes, something that makes dark side of the moon such a good album is you can listen to the entire thing like in 45 minutes which is huge like it's a, it's a 43 minute yeah it's 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 like you can just put it on and by the time you get to school in the morning or something you've listened to the whole album like there was a period where i listened to it every morning before i went to school yeah i try not to listen to it now purely just so i don't get tired of it yeah one of those records it's one of those records where i played to death in sec two or something like that and just after that i'm like because <laughs> like well, it's a I'm good album that i don't want to be regurgitated the same thing that's why i listen to so, so different types of music 
Somebody. Well, I'm actually I'm I have the same thing. I get tired of albums quite, which is annoying. I have to I have to kind of focus. But what I do is I always look for where I'm going next. And usually, I I know enough music. Like a lot. Like first off, a lot of people will look at me and think like, oh, he just likes like the classics or whatever. No, like I listen to a lot of like pretty obscure stuff too. It's just not in the same way as people who listen to like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard or whatever. And think that they're yo that what's that album uh octagon no nonagon it's the one that looks like the cream album there um nonagon in, yeah nonagon infinity the one where it's like every song just like the whole album it's actually trippy though because the whole yeah. album yeah yeah i it, it a lot of albums do that where they transition but this album it literally just feels like one really long song like all the songs blend into each other like seamlessly yeah. and then the album just loops over like i don't know i think they're cool like for what they do oh, i yeah, think no, like they along with them but i'm just saying like i i i remember when i went to uh i went to camp for for uh i went to a camp like a like a like a garage band camp type thing and when we went they were people everyone who there seemed to be this cult following for king gizzard and the lizard wizard and it was like what kind of music do you listen to okay phone like really all right, Alvaro, you talk for a little bit. I'm gonna pick up the phone, okay? Okay. Uh, uh, um, make sure to stream the new. <laughs> make sure I'm to back. stream my. Oh, you're back. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna be there for longer, so I was just about to promote oh, myself. Okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, you you were saying about King Gizzard. Yeah, yeah. So everyone seemed to think they were the shit because they knew what King Gizzard the Lizard Wizard was. I'm like, look, man, they're okay, but like, they're not like it's it's you're not you're not like amazing for knowing obscure bands. Like everybody knows obscure bands. Like I listened to this prog, for instance, I listened to this prog rock, this French prog rock group called uh, Armonium, which if you've never heard, they're from Montreal uh, in the 70s. Their name it's called Armonium, and their lead singer was this guy called Serge Fiori. And I swear to God, the stuff they did it was all acoustic. Believe it or not, actually. They just, they have this sound. You'd really like it. I'm sure you would. It, they have a Pink Floyd-ish sound, but like really unique, really unique, really unique. And their, their singer's voice is like infectious. It's so good. He's so good. And it's French, but like, I still like it. Like, and I don't really, yeah. I'm not a fan of Franco or any of that stuff, but like, I like that album. I'm surprised. That... How many... You're saying? Yeah, go on. No, just go on, go about on. Mo- about Montreal people. I'm, I'm like, there's, there's very little musicians that i like i'm actually interested in in montreal but like there, there's like the ones that i do actually like they're actually really good like you were saying that people like everyone listens to like obscure stuff and like i listen like well i, I think it was like a couple months ago i found there's this like um you, you don't really listen to post-rock right no i i have listened to some post-rock bands but i'm not a fan it, it, it's really an acquired taste like me like i i personally enjoy but i wouldn't you know listen to that like on, on a train because it's, it really demands your attention and stuff like that but like one post-rock band that i really got into which is from montreal called the uh, godspeed you black emperor i don't know why there's a exclamation point in between you and black emperor but <laughs> it, it's weird but but yo they have some really good music i don't know what it is but it's just like I don't know. It's, it's it's a it's a mix of like ambient music. It sort of has a yeah, very like, ambient. Like, I, I I listened to a post rock album or two after that band camp thing because they showed it to us. But I I don't know. I never cut on to it. And I I'm a very active listener. Like whenever I listen to music, I'm always like I'm just sitting there like zoned out. Like I'm paying a hundred percent attention to the song. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And no, I. I, I was. Do you okay. know who I mean, Swans is that. at least? You know who Swans yeah. is the band? Like it's good. Most people that like get into like post rock usually like the first record, the first band they listen to. Well, what record do they have? Be kind uh, was I... really good. Uh, be kind. No, what black? Fuck! What is what's? It? Uh, yeah, no, I've never listened to this. So, uh, Owing I... Man, that's also good. good. No, they, okay, they okay. what? I, what I like about um post rock is just how. Music, music. I, I heard like a good analogy before. Music has so many restraints because of you know the what we're used to hearing and stuff like that. Like even something as simple as like you know like the 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 just the the verse, chorus, bridge, whatever that shit. But but fucking post rock, it's it really is just 
just stretch that shit as far as they can you know and it it, it it's cool honestly and so there's like some points like especially in um Godspeed's music where it's just like bro what am i listening to you don't even know what you're listening to it, it doesn't even sound like guitars and drums and shit it sounds like I don't know. That, that's like what that I like about it. If you like that kind of stuff, you should check out. Well, my personal, my personal favorite song. It's called uh, "The Rain Song" by Led Zeppelin. It's yeah. Led Zeppelin, but don't let it fool you. This is uh, not a. Uh, this is not a rock song. This is like a. It's like it's like a classical fusion prog. I'm not gonna put a label on it because I don't really do that kind of stuff. But just trust. If you listen to it, and they go into this orchestral section in the middle, and you just find yourself sitting there like, what? <laughs> You're like. Uh. There's an orchestral, like they, they didn't do that kind of stuff. And it was just such an amazing song. And there's like, I don't really know how to describe it. And they have this, this, um, this verse, uh, this, this, these verses, there's no real chorus. No, there is no chorus. In fact, there was like these verses kind of, but like they sporadically come in singing and go out and then there's like this really loud part that just kind of explodes and it goes the idea is that each season represents like a different like emotion or something and it's just so good it's so good it's really yeah. it's just what it's their best work in my opinion and that was like it it's not what most people think of when they think of led zeppelin and a lot of people don't seem to really get the song they're like oh yeah it's relaxing it's like no it's not relaxing it's like thought provoking like i never find myself just sitting there like you know like yeah. call yeah. i'm like thinking you know so i really like that song but I, it's not i know what you're talking about i mean like i said i've listened to some post-rock i know what you're mean it's very i've heard like a lot of like ambient sounds and then like you'll kind of have like like you like you said you know kind of unidentifiable instrument sounds and stuff like that and no not necessarily much of a song structure you, you would have to really want to listen to that to listen to it yeah that it's definitely an acquired taste and me i just like listening to it because i always want to like have an open mind like when i make music i always like always try to take influence from so many different things that it's like not exactly copying someone i'm really just like you know you're trying and that's why like let me ask you this what's one style of music that you just can't get into like one that you tried and it's just like, what the fuck am I? Looking? Well, you know what? Um, let's see. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, now we're getting into, uh, you know, that's funny because I've listened to a lot of strange styles. I remember my friends tried to get me into pirate metal one time. Okay. And um, <laughs> yeah, I've heard like a clip of that. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. But I wasn't sitting there like, God, this is garbage. I was like, you know, okay, I could see. I could see somebody, you know, being into this. And, you know, it was kind of catchy, I guess. But not my thing, yeah. but I wasn't there like, wow, this is awful. Um, it would have to be something you could really never get me into. It would be between like modern pop country stuff. You hey, know, bro country. Bro country is my least. Yeah, that. And like kind of modern alternative rock, like stuff like Sam Roberts or. Ooh, Ah, no, I don't. I don't like that stuff. What do you mean? Like, so, let, let me try to hear a bit. I, I think. Uh, I think you know what I mean. I think you know. I. I think you. I know what you mean. But like, wait. Let's see if I can pull up one of his. Oh wait, Sam Robert Band. Uh, have you? It's like uh, Bridge to Nowhere. Bridge to Nowhere. Try that. It's not bad. It's just not like kind of thing yeah. and danny just said oh fuck my bad i was asleep <laughs> that's such a danny and the episode's about to be i, I we're, we, we we might as well wrap the episode up pretty yeah. soon but i'm just saying yeah i i think i think i know what you mean by that and i if i do like it it's purely off of um uh, nostalgia from when i was little and i really didn't listen to much music i don't know that, oh, that yeah. anything that that's just ugh. I, but especially that bro country stuff like oh my god it's bad and i like country but and i hate that it gives country that name like when people think of country now they think of that stuff like they haven't heard you know original stuff uh, you know uh, or folk you know original folk cash. grass they haven't heard of that stuff um Honey cash is what's it called uh live in in uh oh, yeah, johnny, johnny cash live at Folsom prison in prison that was that's, that's, a, that's the album that's right? the album that got me thinking differently about country so this is actually kind of cool. 
So, um, for me, I mean, something that I just couldn't listen to. I don't know. I I I, I don't have like a, a genre that I hate, but there are definitely some genres that I just like. I'm like, what am I listening to? Like, like um, drone music. Like, what it was, Sun. Um, never even heard it. it, it, it Yo, it, or 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 even okay, that one is basically just that that one's just weird. But even weirder, it, it, I'm not gonna act like it's the most obscure album ever because there's definitely a lot of people that know it. But Outmask Replica by Captain it. Beefheart. Oh uh, yes, I've, I've definitely heard of that. Yeah, it, I've never listened to it, but I've heard of it. I've, I've listened to like the first two or three songs. I'm like, what the hell is this? Because it's and apparently they they practiced it for eleven years and they and they just they they were grinding it out in the studio. It's the weirdest. I, I it might be the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Sincerely, oh mask replica. My face. Yeah. Um. I. I mean. Yeah. No. I've listened to some really strange stuff. But and uh, like. You know, some people will listen to music purely for like the vibe it gives. You know, like I remember my friend was was looking for songs that that gave like a summer a summery sound. You know, and then I was listening to what to the one that that she ended up going with. It was for like a for the background for a for a for a video or something. And it was okay, but it sounded like the music for a Honda Civic commercial. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. at the like, end of the day music like, is really just music today you know? <laughs> yeah at the end of the day music is really just entertainment so like we people so i don't i really don't I, I really don't like people that like sort of look down at other people for the music they listen to i think that's the yeah. dumbest thing ever no. but like i certainly know i'm not cer- i'm certainly not on the same la- wavelength as your music days you know but i'm not there like oh i don't listen to shit music like i don't, I don't care oh uh, yeah really i don't know at the end of the day like it's just People people seem to think like they get so attached to the music they listen to that like if somebody attacks it, it's like an attack on them. And like, I understand, but it's like I, just fuck you being such an asshole about it. It's entertainment. At the end of the day, it's like me saying like I don't know my favorite my favorite movie is uh, is Taxi Driver. If somebody were to tell me uh if somebody were to tell me oh Taxi Driver sucks, I'm not exactly gonna you know make fun of their parents or some shit like that. Like. The fuck? <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, when I was younger, when I was younger in like grade five or whatever, and then and, uh, and and you know, people were starting to listen to like Lil Uzi and stuff like that. You know, I think Exo Tour Life came out in like 2016 or 17 or something like that. Okay. You know, and then I'm still here listening to like, you know, I'd just be listening, and I was never super public about the music I listened to, and people would just come at me. They're like, "Oh, how can you listen to this crap?" Like, dude. Yeah, nobody I think people asked. now nobody asked. Yeah. Like I could say, I could say whatever I want, and I actually liked EXO Tour Life when it came out. I was like, you know, okay, it's catchy, it's fine. It's actually, you know? it's one of my favorite songs. I, I didn't make fun of every anybody who listened to it, even though it was not my personal favorite song. You know, like, yeah. you know, that was. Keep in mind, this is people were listening to it's everyday, bro. Like, oh, yeah, seriously, okay. those people really, those people don't like, really have a say. They played it uh, at I'm, my grad. <laughs> 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 Wait, I, oh yeah, they played it at the Loyola dance the first time I went with my friend. I'm like, bro, what is this? Not this. Here he woke up. I was asleep. Joins, okay, give me a break. Joins 55 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> give me a break. I was tired, so I went to bed. Oh, we 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 had this whole conversation about about modern music and just like that and just uh just, we're just about to wrap the episode up and you just go modern music guys. fucking sucks what i said modern music sucks don't you like imagine modern music? no they're just i mean they're all right but like so that's the worst like, example. I, I kind of roasted them before. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Like I'm not a fanboy or anything, but uh, <laughs> no, I just hate. Aren't you for making fun of Imagine Dragons? Rapping is just AIDS, bro. Today's rapping it's still just. Boo, 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 boo. I'm not gonna say that <laughs> word. Boo, 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 boo. I'm not gonna say that <laughs> word. Alvaro, we, uh... we really just had a whole conversation about that, so I'm not gonna, you know, re- reiterate uh-huh. it. Um, gotcha. But I mean, okay, rap is actually really good. Not today's yeah, rap. Like okay, rap. Nine, you're like old school rap is sick, but like eh. okay, United Kingdom. <laughs> I'm Montreal Actually, rap scene is where it's at. 
Block boy I make Elijah Vatcher. <laughs> bro, oh Daddy, you should have seen the shit he posted on his story. Uh, yeah, I saw in your pride. It was pretty like, special. On God, he's like, on God, if you're born uh, a boy, just stay a boy. Homosexuality is against Jesus. I'm like, okay. Okay, I who asked you, Mr. Disciple? Like, <laughs> I have this great screenshot of him outside in a park on like the first day of lockdown or something. And he's like, he's like, I'll give fuck about COVID-19. <laughs> And I thought it, and he's like, "Yo, you're gonna call the feds?" I'm like, "No, I just thought it was funny because he looks stupid. He's like four Annie, foot ten. <laughs> Annie, in response to the inter- in response to your comment about rap, I mean, listen to Freddie Gibbs, listen to Denzel Curry. They're still there. And the whole point of this, the whole point of this podcast today was literally just saying, what were we saying? Like, I literally just had a brain fart. That- there's, uh, no real, the point, there's, yeah. there's no real reason to discriminate against certain music. Oh, you just listen to whatever. Oh, like. oh, whoops. No, no, shut up. Fuck, I can't think. The, the main point I was... Yo, I'm tired, okay? The, the main point I was making is that, like, it really isn't, like... There, there's so many different types of music even now that it's, like, you can't really... You can't really just say, oh, well, this genre sucks because it's, like... Yeah, you're you're hearing like the, the the top of the iceberg, you know what I mean? And and there's still like very big communities, even in like underground. But anyway, we respect your opinion. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. We should. Very Lucas, no, or Luca, no one can hear Alvaro. Jesus Christ. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I think we should wrap the episode up because it's. I think it's been an hour. Sam. Yeah. And- and he comes in in the f- fucking last five minutes. <laughs> uh, we should okay. probably Aiden just Aiden left to go up north like halfway through the first what? five minutes. He's like, hold on, I'll be right back. And then he's like, no, never mind. I'm going up north. Makes sense. <laughs> it's Aiden. What do you expect? We finish with a good old fashioned. What the fuck, Aiden? Hey, Aiden, what the you... fuck? You have to say it a little louder. Show like some meaning, you know. My door is open. I can't. God, was that sound? Oh, yeah, be what right there. Yeah. Oh, oh, Luca, remember the, 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 the out of context thing I said? Aiden, Anyway, this has been uh, the Fit Podcast. We need a better name, or we really, I'm not too sure. Uh, and thank you for, you know, listening. If you even do, this will probably get five fucking plays. I know you're addicted to my beautiful voice. Goodbye. Yeah, bye, guys. I had a lot to say, but you know, you'll catch <laughs> you next time. <laughs> okay, wait. I'm gonna turn this off. How do you, where's the command? Uh, here it is. Okay. Thank you, guys, and as always, uh, yeah.